no children. No children, okay? The invitation to the wedding clearly said no children. And she now is confused because she thinks that she took proper protocol to actually bring her child to this no child wedding. But does it get her off the hook? Because now the whole family's upset and you'll need to decide, like, did she do her due diligence here? Brand new Ask My Mom on this Tuesday show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yo, yo. Hello. Welcome to the yo, yo. (laughs) I don't know that cadence and that phrase went together. Hello, hello. Welcome to this Tuesday show, Certified Mama's Boy. Uh, We're a daily podcast on this 11th day of October, and we've got three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Okay, am I just an idiot, or do you have any idea what this means? So I told you that a couple weeks ago I had to go to the, the dermatologist because I've had what I thought was a raging case of jock itch for the last year and a half. Well, (laughs) while I was there, I had this little bump thing underneath my right underarm. And so I was like, hey, while I'm here, we just take a look at this. And she's like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Let's just cut it off and figure it out. So she's like, listen, if you get a call from me, it's bad news. And if you get get a letter from me, then everything's fine. And I'm like, okay, so I told you last week that she actually called me mm-hmm. and she, <laughs> it was just, uh, the, the, uh, the office called me, but it was just to reschedule my appointment. So first I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> but I finally got my letter in the mail today and I'm like, what, like, what does this mean? Mm. Um, dated October the 4th, the, the biopsy site, it says it's biopsy site, right? axillary vault. Could we not just say right armpit? <laughs> like sometimes I feel like doctor, like, like, that like if you want to call it a right ax axillary <laughs> vault, that's axillary. fine. <laughs> is that what axillary? Is that what like, who's ever who's ever said axillary? I've never heard that word before in my life. Have you heard the word axillary before? Oh, no. But like, why in the world would you put that on on this to like a, a normal human? Or do most people know the word axillary? <laughs> like, I've never heard a vault. Axe, like, like how much easier would it be to say right armpit? Anyway, right. it says result inflamed benign keratosis with features of veruca. Ver- <laughs> and then it says, please contact me if you have any questions about the results. Like, yeah, I, got a mil- I literally have a million questions about the results. I have nothing but questions about this result. Like, what? <laughs> Like if you got this letter in the mail, would you would you understand that? <laughs> no. Dear Stephen Nancy, crazy biopsy site, right? Axillary vault on nine twenty six <laughs> results inflamed benign keratosis with features of veruca. <laughs> Please contact me if you have any other questions about the results. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm okay. Or maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. She said, if you get a letter, you're fine. So I'm just going to have to assume I'm fine or sit here for the next nine minutes Googling what all these words mean because I've literally. Well, the one word that we do know is benign. Yeah. I so guess that's a, a that solid. That makes everything else okay. 
a solid start to the letter. In my opinion. Uh, like, also, why are you sending letters? Like, what year is this? I uh, know. Like, what happens if I had skin cancer? Are you going to take me, take me, the, you're going to trust the USPS to deliver that message to me? I uh, know. You know, your dad has a lot of doctors, and honestly, he has never had a letter from them. A letter? Like, what? That should no, be my first red flag. It's a call from the office. I'll take my right axillary vault somewhere else, I think, because. <laughs> <laughs> Can't really trust this place anymore, if you ask me. No. All right, let's play our favorite game called Will He File Them? Oh, no. Yeah, it's that time of the week, friends. And it seems like this has been an ongoing saga of will he file my taxes? And if you're wondering who he is, Hmm. he is my CPA that I've had for 10 years. And... Honestly, not really had an issue with him until I realized he left my taxes, my house off my taxes in 2020 and then left me with a bill, then disappeared. This is after I already paid him. I don't, honestly don't remember how much I paid this guy. I think, I honestly think it was around, let's just say $800, mm-hmm. maybe more, maybe less, but I think it was around 800 Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's to file the taxes, not only for my personal ones, but for Certified Media LLC, which by the way is a real business. I know. So. <laughs> I, um, I was panicking because once again, he's playing this game where he's like, give me breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. to like, let me know he's alive, but he's not really answering my questions at all Mm -hmm. of, you know, is he actually going to file my 2021? Now keep in mind, my taxes are due on the 17th, which is Monday, a week from yesterday. So I pretty much had come up to the conclusion, come to the conclusion that if I hadn't heard from him, by Thursday, I was going to email the woman that my parents had used, and I'm just going to have to go find all the information and send it to her. Because I keep in mind, he has all my tax documents, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So on Thursday, I didn't hear a word from him. I'm like, all right. So I email her. I'm like, listen, I'm going to have to <laughs> – I'm going to need your help. And she's, by the way, super nice. She's been mm-hmm. so – I can't imagine how – annoying this whole situation has been to her mm. as a tax professional she like is watching. a lovely lovely person she must she be really a very it's my my parents friend uh mm. so there's like a personal level here so mm. you know i emailed earlier in the week i'm like hey like what's the penalty if i don't file like what am i really looking at here and blah, blah, blah. so she uh she's like listen let's just have a cutoff date and if you don't hear from him that's it so that was the date Friday, I come home from work. Keep in mind, Friday is like a sacred ass day for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I try to treat Friday afternoon like it is uh, like a church service. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. miss it for the world, right? Mm-hmm. So I try to keep my schedule as free as humanly possible on Friday afternoon because I'm so brain dead from the week. But I was like, okay, I have to get this done. Like I mm-hmm. have to make sure that this is done. So I will come home, get home around, I don't know, noon on Friday. And I sat here. Until five o'clock, not mostly doing taxes. It was just a lot of like adult things I had to catch up on. But I spent my whole Friday, Mm -hmm. which nothing, no nap, by the way, no nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I got up that morning at 3.30, but I took no nap. I just kept powering through to get all this information to her. Because I was like, you know what? I got to get these taxes done. And this sucks so bad, but I'm just Mm going to do it, right? I just got it. There's no, I'm not going to sit here and complain about it because it's only going to make it worse. I'm just going to do it. And if I have to sue the guy later, then I'll have to, that's, that's, that's a second to what actually has to get done first, which is mm-hmm. getting this done. But right now you've got a CYA. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I don't know what's mm-hmm. about to happen. Right. Me and my right axillary vault are about to be in trouble. <laughs> so I, <laughs> please contact me for any other questions about the results. What? 
Yeah, I've got so many questions. <laughs> Could have been result. written in a foreign language. Like anything else other than that. Oh uh, so, all right. So fast forward. So I, I get it done. I send it off to her. She's super nice. She's like, I'm going to spend time this weekend working on this for you. I'm like, it's so nice of you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate this. I know this is a super big pain in the ass issue that I'm just trying to deal with here last minute because, you know, this is not like me. Usually with things like this, I just try to get done, knock out and move on, mm-hmm. especially to put somebody else like, hey, can you help me really quick last minute? Like, it's just a, a rude mm-hmm. thing to do. So I already kind of feel like this weird guilt about doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So Saturday night, I, I told you I went to the Fright Fest over at Six Flags, and I will be, gosh dang, if I don't get an email in the middle of Fright Fest. Uh-uh. <laughs> now, keep in mind, this is Saturday at this point. Uh-uh. Okay? I, I said my cutoff was going to be Thursday. On, yeah, on Thursday. So, I get it. This, let me see the timestamp. Did, is, you, did uh, you give him the deadline of Thursday? No. No. It was just your own personal deadline. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, at this point, if I don't hear back, I, I just mm-hmm. can't keep emailing him, texting him five times a day. Right. Like, I'm, I'm going right. to drive myself Too crazy stressful. doing this. Mm-mm. So, I get a response from him. This is now October the 8th at 6.09 p.m. Mm. He, My last email, this was the day before on the, and this is, keep in mind, there was one, two, three, four, four emails since the last time I heard from him about the credit he was going to give me for the last thing he screwed up. Mm. I had said to him on Friday, uh, let me see what time it is, at 11.37 a.m. This is like right before I started getting everything done. I said, Ken, please just confirm with me that you're going to be able to complete my 2020 tax return by October the 15th. Please. This is chaotic. I need an answer ASAP. Mm. Okay. So, of course, didn't hear back from him all Friday. I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here cussing him out while I'm doing my taxes. I'll be damned if I don't get an email from him. 609, mm-hmm. Saturday night. Yes, all caps. Yes, you will see it in a day or two, exclamation point. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. So, <laughs> this is do now. Do you trust it? Well, so what am I supposed to do at this point? Right. So I was like, I'll <sighs> deal with this. Actually, I, let me see when I emailed Andrea, I emailed her that night at, uh, this is my parents, you know, tax friend at 1030 when I had gotten home, I just gotten home and I was like, I can't believe this has happened because now I'm in a really weird spot. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you've already, already, paid I've, him already to do it. I've already paid him to do it. Right. And you're and getting like, ready to pay her to do it again. It's not. You know, mm. he doesn't necessarily have a responsibility to have it done a minute before October the, the 17th, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not mm-hmm. really – I just I just need to know he's going to do it. And after he screwed me over, mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> I oh. literally – I so this was – okay, keep in mind. This was on Saturday at 6.09. You'll have it in a day or two, okay? Uh-huh. So now at time of recording, it's been two days, and I have <laughs> seen no information about my taxes getting filed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I told my parents' friend on uh, on Saturday night, I'm like, listen, this is so annoying. I'm like so friggin' annoyed. But I obviously think I need to put a hold on this. I'll pay you for any time you've already spent on this, but there's no point in me filing taxes twice. Mm-hmm. So just let me know. And she was super nice the next day, responded back with, you know, I, I hadn't gotten really a, a much done on it yet other than just kind of doing a glance over. So don't worry about it. Let me know if you need any more help. Oh. I I don't know, but now it's been two days and I don't friggin' know. If if homeboy is going to file these taxes or not, mm. so mom, well, <laughs> well, let me do ask my mom at my version of ask mm. my mom. 
Mm. Like, like so annoying, like could not be more annoying. What would you do in this situation? It's the 11th. You've literally got six days. <laughs> uh, but like to pay hundreds of dollars to somebody I else. I know. I know. I know. I so think, I don't know. I'm, I, I think I'm, what I might do is I might drop him an email every single day and just say, hey, <laughs> how's it coming? I'm nervous. Yeah. What can you tell me? And I'd, I'd yeah. send it every day. Okay. Well, that's really, I feel like all I can do right now. Luckily she's got all my information. I'm just, I'm just so annoyed by that. Like oh, so annoyed. Gosh. Uh, we forgot to mention by the way, that it's uh, yesterday was world mental health day and oh, yeah, super, super important day. And mm-hmm. you know, as a podcast that is like, you know, you know us, we're always a day behind on things and that's mainly <laughs> be- because we, <laughs> we record, you know, a day ahead and like, I'm never in, tomorrow like, mm-hmm. I, I just have such a like jeff and callie our sister podcast do such a great job of like researching what's happening tomorrow i'm always like about mm-hmm. 15 minutes behind everything i'm doing mm-hmm. so uh apologies i didn't i didn't mention this but i did want to bring it up that uh since it is you know mental health has been like everything to me and has been such a cornerstone not only of this podcast but of my life mm-hmm. and kind of how some of you guys i feel like when I started talking about mental health on the radio, which I didn't, I didn't really do until I got to California. Mm-hmm. And I just mentioned it on this off chance that I was dealing with a bunch of anxiety. This is like, I mean, in hindsight, hello. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like kind of towards the end of my marriage and um, just a lot. I, I just bought the house and like, it was just, it was a very chaotic time in life. Mm-hmm. And I got into a point where I had, didn't really quite know where else to turn, but I knew that like my anxiety was so bad that like, I just didn't really quite know what to do anymore. So I was just kind of talking about that on the radio and I connected with so many of you that day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was really, I don't want to say surprised, but I was really uh, happy because mental health and it's, it's changed a lot. Like we've come a long way from mental health day, 2018 for sure. Absolutely. Um, because I remember I got pulled into a meeting with my boss. I had two bosses that pulled me into a meeting. Like my boss and his boss pulled me into a meeting and were saying how they felt like the listener would be uncomfortable with that situation, uh, with that conversation. And that he, the, one of the, my bosses had mentioned that um, his son had mentioned that he has mental health struggles to him. And I remember this guy, I remember it was so clear. And this is like when I knew, I, even at scrutiny, I had to like keep pushing forward with this because it was important for us to talk about mental health on the radio mm-hmm. was because he said, I don't know if he's just doing it for attention or what, but oh. something like that. And I was oh, like, no, wow. Like oh, you could tell dear. that both these guys had no idea no about clue mental health and like how it affects people or, you know, it just, it just made them uncomfortable. I don't feel like the conversation of mental health really makes people uncomfortable anymore. Mom, mm-hmm. do you get that vibe? Obviously, you know, we're, we're so open about it, yes. but I feel like we've come so far mm-hmm. in mental health in just a few years. And that's really a thanks, I think to the pandemic. Um, if anything mm-hmm. were to kind of help everyone go through something at the same time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had so many people turn to me in that time and 
talk to me about their mental health struggles and how, you know, being at home, it's so hard and the fear and the anxiety and the isolation. And maybe for the very first time, they were kind of looking for assistance. Right. But I think through that, if we're looking at the positives of the pandemic, I think that mental health became such a more household topic. Mm-hmm. That sound right to you? Yes. I mean, do you feel like that mental health is taboo anymore? I mean, maybe, maybe it is. I don't know. Because to me, it's just so normal. Well, you know, like you said, you and I are so open about it. But honestly, I think it has changed drastically over the last five years. And I think it's because people like you and others, you know, celebrities and other people that have struggled during the pandemic and, and others have stepped up to the plate to come to come forward and talk about their issues, which yeah. has been so great to give others permission to say, oh, I'm not crazy. Yeah. It's not yeah. just me. If this happened to him, then I then I'll probably be okay too. Right. You know? Um, yes, I think we have definitely helped to normalize a lot of mental health issues. And, yeah, I think um, I, I think it's that, really that, great. I think that um, just culture in general has done a good mm-hmm. job with celebrities coming forward talking about mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. I know my company does this one night a year, which I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily well. They they run stuff throughout the year about mental health, but mm-hmm. uh, but they run a program called I'm Listening, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, basically. Just about mental health stuff. It's about it's, it's like a four hour show though, mm-hmm. and they run it. You know, one it's a new show every year, but it's about celebrities and their mental health and experts and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think we could have done that four years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think that show would have been um, well received. Well received. Yeah, yeah. Uh, versus post pandemic, where I feel like people. And are, I also attribute it to the millennial generation. Well, yeah. I, mean, I yeah. think they're more comfortable in their own skins and talking about it and being out there, you know, than certainly previous generations have been. Oh, my goodness. I mean, even in your generation, no one ever talked about it. But in my generation, I mean, I remember when your dad and I went to marriage counseling, that was like kind of strange. Yeah. You know, some of our friends like, you're going to marriage counseling, just, you know, just go talk to Joel or, you know, your priest. I mean, right. you're going, you're going to go to counseling three days a week. Are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it seemed like you that's know? where, you know, I, I think I said it on this week's episode. I don't remember on one of the, the mental health Mondays with Leah, like mm-hmm. the only people that talked about their, their issues with a counselor at school, they're like, Oh yeah, we have school counselors, but you only went there if you were like cuckoo crazy or like your right. parents were abusing you or like you were on right. drugs or something like it wasn't like you would hey, never I, be seen walking in that office no uh, not uh-uh. a million years no. where I, I do think i do think this i don't even know it's i mean i think i think we do a good job but i think the the generation below me mm-hmm. and the one below them like the uh-huh. jesses of the world do a great job being mm-hmm. pretty open about their mental health struggles and the one below it i mean i feel like the teenagers nowadays are like mm-hmm. what's up so anyway yes. it's uh, just an observation i had on mental health awareness our world uh mental health day and so anyway i hope this normalizes the conversation for you too and mm-hmm. that you'll keep talking about your mental health it, maybe not even issues but you know the things that you do for your mental health mm-hmm. to encourage people to get out there and you know work on theirs too so it doesn't yes. seem like such a taboo issue so much good help available now that's yep. the other thing all right yeah. let's do our quote for today mom okay it's from maya angelo when you learn 
teach, when you get, give. And we really could relate that to our conversation just just now, you know? When you learn something about yourself, or you learn something about anything, but let's say it's about yourself. When you discover something about yourself, share it with someone else so that they can learn from your experience. Mm -hmm. Because when you do that, you're giving them such a gift of yourself yeah. To help them know they're okay. Right. Um, so when you get give, when you learn, teach, pass it on. I was kind of curious. I was thinking about this the other day because on your taxes, you can, you know, write off so much of your charitable funds, right? I forget how much it is, mm-hmm. um, or but any, any donations to charity you're able to write off in your taxes. Mm-hmm. And so I started going through like my charitable contributions. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I, the only one that I had written down mm-hmm. for the year was my contributions to, I made a hundred dollar donation to um, Johns Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I think I may have done more, but uh, that's the only one I had written down on my, on my sheet was, was a hundred dollars to Johns Hopkins Children's mm-hmm. Center. And I was like, man, and don't and keep in mind, like I, I may made you like $5 here, $10 here, you know, just, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a kid, a bucket, you know, in front of the, with ringing the bell on the holidays, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. maybe th- make things here and there. I don't know, like if I'm financially contributing enough to society. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's know, all like, you've done, then no, you aren't. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I was I'm like, and like, I, give, I, I give a lot. Y'all know me. I'm so cheap. I'm like cheap as hell. Right. I donate so many hours of like community service and right. doing things. And, and that's important. Yeah. But I'm like, how much do, do most people my age hmm. really give a charity? I'm not talking about y'all rich old people. Cause my mom, hmm. like, wow, we got a $50,000 donation. <laughs> you know, like, but like, how much do you think mom? Cause you worked in, this is, you know, you, you worked in fundraising you know, your mm-hmm. whole career, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, how much do you think that most people in their 30s give a charity every single year? Well, I can only base it on, you know, what people were giving to Rainbow Village. But, you know, individual donations make up the largest percentage uh, of nonprofit giving, as strange as that may seem. And, of course, that's across all age groups. But I would say, in general, it's 25 to maybe $100 and... Um, some would give monthly, you know, like $25 a month, some would give annually, but it's, it's on average 25 to a hundred dollars. Um, if you're in your thirties. Okay. So that's it. Maybe I just don't, (laughs) I don't leave the house as much. I don't, I just don't know. I don't know how much most people are giving if that seems right. You know, let's, let's just say total, let's just say total for the year. Yeah. I probably gave like $200. Yeah. That's not maybe enough. more, but like, how, like, like, so what, what would you think? What would you think at age 30 should I be giving? Um, I think you should look at your income and try to give. What, okay. Yeah. Give me, give me an uh, income percentage you think should go to charity. Yeah. Well, you know, the church would say 10%. Yeah, but I'm not, um, I don't know church. but, but I think that honestly you should be giving at least 5% okay, of, of what you bring home. Okay, so let me let me ask that question then. If you thirties, forties, whatever, twenties, uh-huh. whatever, how, are you giving five percent of your of your income? Because I just don't know if most people. Mm-hmm. I just think it's different. I don't know that like 
you know, I make I make decent money, but like life's life's expensive. It is. It is. You know what I mean? But like, find it's a just, charity it's, that you that you really support. Like, you know, you love the Humane Society. Yeah, I love I love dogs, and I give so much and, time to like getting dogs adopted. Yeah, but, like, so make I, a twenty five dollar a month contribution. Oh my god! Make it automatically. <laughs> make it automatically. Uh-uh. Make it automatically Whoa. go out of your paycheck or, you know, auto bill pay or whatever. And you will not miss that. But that I don't mean, know. You'd be surprised some months. That will mean so much to them. You'd be surprised. you will mean so much to them. And you'll feel so good that you've supported something you love. Well, I want to know. I mean, if you want to share how much, you know, how much you give to charity, I'd be genuinely curious on on what that is. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk about who does not have their Cozy Earth sheets yet. And if you do have your sheets, uh, let's move on to some other awesome things that they have as well. Cozy Earth is the world's most comfortable sheets. And now that we're here on the 11th day of October, and now that Amazon, by the way, starting today, Mom, did you see this, has their like pre-Black Friday, I forget what they're calling it, but like Super Saver Sale. But it's basically like Black Friday has started today Mm -hmm. um, on Amazon. So I know Mm -hmm. that. These retailers, they're going to be looking for your money. You're going to probably start doing some holiday shopping starting today. So let me remind you, an awesome gift to give somebody for the holidays Mm. is Cozy Earth Sheets. This is a gift that literally any person, any age, any sex, any color, any anything could enjoy. There's not Anyone who has a bed. Anyone with a bed. It doesn't matter. Honestly, think about this. There's some people in your life that are so hard to shop for, right? And they don't ask for anything or you're not quite sure what to give them. Give that person a set of luxury sheets or Mm -hmm. treat yourself to a set of luxury sheets. Because since we have an awesome deal with Cozy Earth, you can get Black Friday prices basically for the luxury sheets Mm -hmm. any day of the year Mm -hmm. so keep it in mind like when there's somebody man what should i get this what should i get my mom what should i get my dad what should i get my uncle what should i get my brother my sister cozy earth sheets 40 percent off world's softest sheets uh you get a 10 year warranty with these sheets that nothing's going to happen to them your person or you will get a hundred night sleep guarantee and that 40 percent off coupon I really want you to try these sheets. They've got some new colors too. They've got olive and they've got navy so that you can get a little green, a little blue that matches your house better. Mm-hmm. If you don't have these yet, man, like certified fans went crazy over these when we first started launching them. I mm-hmm. really want you to go try them out. It is called uh, Cozy Earth, CozyEarth.com, CozyEarth.com, CozyEarth.com. Your promo code is Kramer40. But if you're not going to buy today, because we're going to have them on through the end of the year, which is awesome. So if you don't buy oh, today, like, I, mean, I hope that you will. Oh, that's good and, news. And um, I hope that, you, that you'll go, you know, more importantly, when you're thinking holiday shopping mm-hmm. and you don't have somebody, you're like, man, what am I going to do for this person, this person? Mm-hmm. Like, just keep Cozy Earth in mind. And there's also tons of other cozy things on there, robes, towels. That hoodie uh, cl- looks nice to me. Ooh. It's nicer. Oh, here we go. That, oh, is, that, is that what you want for Christmas now? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'd love any of that stuff. Honestly, it's awesome. It really is awesome. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So cozyearth.com, great for holiday shopping. And you can use that 40% off code whenever you want. You don't have to worry about no Amazon sale coming your way. (laughs) Uh, Also, today's podcast is brought to you by care of care of. Now we're going to talk about you for a second. The fall is here and it's a perfect time for you to reset and think about little changes you can make going into this last season of the year. You had all year to get it right, but it's okay. If you didn't, it's perfectly fine. You can start being healthier anytime. And this honestly was a great way for me to get onto a scheduled system of taking vitamins. 
So care of is what they do is they have this system where they it's subscription service where every month they mail you these individual packs of the supplements that you need to take on a daily basis. And they're, well, how do you know? Like, do I have to go on there and just figure it out? No, you do not. You take a short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals for personalized recommendation. Takes the guesswork out of it. So you're just going to Target and you're like, I don't know, like I need a multivitamin, I need some C's and vitamin D. Whatever. Like, you don't have to. Like, they're going to tell you exactly what to do with Care Up. That's the best part about it. And every single month, it comes with not only uh, in, uh, uh, customized booklets showing you exactly how to take or what to take in your daily packet, um, it tells you why it is the right thing for your body. So it's like, you don't have to just, you don't have to go to like a nutritionist and figure this out. You can do it so much easy now, easier now at, uh, care of. So 50% off your first order. I want you to try it out. Take care of dot com take care of dot com promo code kramer 50 on that one kramer 50 50 off at take care of dot com promo code kramer five zero all right certified fans october's been a little bit of a slow month for new one newbies <laughs> oh, we really blew it out in october so i was kind of worried about that mm-hmm. um yeah we I mean, uh in september yeah, we blew it out in September. Sorry. Right. Um, we are uh, certified fans are like the, the level up, you know, you know, like it's almost like an annual pass holder for Disney World or something. <laughs> They're just uh, people that are really close to the podcast. It's a six dollar a month contribution. Really appreciative of it. If you want to put it into your donation you make for the year pot, that's fine. We'll take it. Yeah, uh, it seems like a charitable act. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. And you get a bunch of perks by doing it. So I hope you'll consider it. We need three people this month to keep us on track. So text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And we would love to make you our newest certified fan. I am I just spun the wheel of certified fans because when, when you join, you do get a whole episode dedicated to you. When we don't have somebody new, what we go back, we do is we go back and we thank somebody that's been here. And today, certified fan number 354 is our certified fan of the day. Okay. That is Lizbeth S. Lizbeth S. Uh, from Anaheim, California. Lisbeth, okay. I like that. It's like it's like your parents didn't want to put the E up front. You know, yeah. they were like, uh, who needs it? Who needs more letters in that name? L-I-S-B-E-T-H, Lisbeth. That's S pretty. Is our certified fan of the day, 354. We are so thankful for you. I hope that, uh, speaking of annual pass holders, um, mm-hmm. hopefully in Anaheim, you're taking advantage of everything Disney. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lisbeth, for being a part of our show. You've been with us now for quite some time, and uh, we're very thankful for you. So thank you. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for listening to the podcast and being a, you know part of this uh, this fam with us. Really appreciate it. Mom, let's give her a bonus whoop whoop. Okay. Whoop whoop to Lisbeth S. from California. We're mm. so glad you're here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right. Let's get into Ask My Mom. Uh, bi-weekly advice segment that we do. And if you ever are going through an issue where you're feeling kind of meh about, it's a dilemma more than like a problem. Um, email my mom. She's got some good mom advice for you. Or Sorry, you can just go to our website. Not, don't email. You mean you can, same thing. But if you go to <laughs> certifiedmamasboy.com and you click on contact us, send me your story and we'll uh, we'll bring it up. My mom's been a mom now for 43 years. She got some good mom advice. And then we as your podcast family going to hop in here too and help you figure out how to get through this. So, what's happening today, Mom? Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, we just got back from my cousin's wedding. It was an eight-hour drive each way. They live in the Bay Area, and we live in San Diego. The wedding was nice, but everyone in our family is now angry at us. The invitations clearly said, no children. 
but we didn't have any options for our 10-month-old daughter. So when I returned the RSVP, I wrote that we would like to attend, but we'd be bringing her. I added that she would sit on my lap, I'd bring her food, and to let us know if that's a problem and that we would understand and we can't attend. We heard nothing. So we went to the wedding. And my baby cried at the ceremony. I quickly took her out of the room. At the reception, I had her with me the whole time in a body carrier. There were no issues, and I thought all was okay. After the wedding, the groom's mom confronted me and told me that I was rude for bringing my baby without permission. I explained that I wrote on the RSVP what I was planning to do, and my cousin didn't object. She said that my cousin and his bride had a problem with it, but the bride didn't want to start any drama because she doesn't know me well. One of my sisters has a six-month-old boy, and she left him with a certified sitter at the hotel. Another cousin was upset because she thought that the groom gave me special treatment by letting me bring my baby. Now everyone seems angry with us, but I say it's not our fault. They could have said no, but didn't, right? Absolutely right. You told them exactly what you had to do. I mean, let's face it, everybody can't get a babysitter. And obviously, these people are important to you, and you wanted to attend their wedding. And if um, whichever one it was, your cousin, my cousin and his bride had a problem, but the bride didn't. Okay, if the bride didn't want to bring it up, then your cousin should have. You should have reached out. Either one of them could have just sent you a text or an email or whatever and said, look, I mean, Maggie had to do this. Look, I'm sorry, but we really we really don't want to have children at the at the service. You know, I mean So wait, you think she's so, in the right by by writing in, I'm actually gonna bring my kid? Yes. And then I think they made the mistake mistake by not telling her no. So she of course she thought it was fine because she didn't hear anything from them. And then I'm having so, a hard time with this one because I mean, there's so much chaos go- that goes into a wedding, right? Oh, so much. And I don't know. I Honestly, I don't remember. Like, if you have a wedding planner, does the wedding planner? No, she has nothing. The wedding planner has nothing to do with the RSVPs with the RSVPs to your wedding. No. Okay. Because no. I'm just wondering, like, I just remember, I, I, I mean, it's been damn 10 years or whatever. By the way, my wedding anniversary was, I think, yesterday. Or today or yesterday? It's actually today. It's today the 10th or today the 11th? Today's the 11th as we broadcast. Oh, okay. Well, happy wedding anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Which is actually really good because I can't remember what day it is now. So it's like um, (laughs) last year I was kind of upset because I I could remember I woke up that day and I was like, oh my God, like it's my wedding anniversary. I didn't even remember. I I woke up the day. It was Columbus Day, a.k.a. Indigenous People Day or whatever. And I remember it was on on that holiday because we – it was the wedding was booked up, so we had to do it on that Monday instead. But we were like, "Well, it's it's a long. We can make a long weekend out of it, and whatever." And so, um, yeah. So last year, I remember, I've still been kind of bummed because I'm like, "Man, I woke up and I was like, yeah. But remember the day I woke up and I was like, "Wait, was my was my wedding day on Columbus Day or was it?" 
<laughs> oh, this week? I don't remember. And then I kind of moved on in my life. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, happy uh, happy anniversary to me. Would have been, what, 12 years? Mm-hmm. Whatever, 13 years? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me put myself in. Let me go back 13 years ago. Um, I, <laughs> uh, wait, how many years would it have been? What year did I get married? Do you remember? 08, 07, 09? Oh. I think it was 09. 09? So I have it in my calendar. It'd be 13. Mm-hmm. It'd be 13 years. Mm-hmm. Unlucky 13. <laughs> um, so, so no, I, lucky, lucky 13 for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. No um, more. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember how chaotic that was. Yeah. The, the RSVP process, but like, I don't, I don't remember, but I, I don't, I don't know that like if something says don't do something, I don't think you can just like write in that you're going to do it and it'd be okay. Hmm. Like if it clearly says no kids and like, hmm. you know, it says no kid. Like I don't, that'd be like if you got pulled over for a speeding ticket and you're like, yeah, well, um, I'm going to speed. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. You're going to speed. Okay, cool. Like it's fine. You know, like no, I don't I mean, think it people, works. People wrote a lots of notes on, um, Maggie's RSVPs, but the, I I don't I don't think that's just like, like if it re- says don't do this yeah. again to me it's always I, I've always going to default to this and you can write it in as many times as you want to about this kind of topic whatever the bride and groom want to do on their wedding day is whatever what, what needs to happen like mm-hmm. it's not anybody else's wedding or priority or it's like it's like that's it mm-hmm. that's my that's my conclusion on everything so mm-hmm. they've already told you that mm-hmm. I don't think that just writing it on the invitation. Versus, like, if you were to, to have called her, well, maybe calling said, would hey, have been me- better. But she said it, it would be okay, and we can't attend. So she was leaving the door open to be notified. I don't that- know. How does that strike you? Like, do you, you think it's okay just to write it? Like, like should all be forgiven if you just write it? Oh, I'm going to do that anyway. And like, I don't know. This one's like kind of bothering me a little bit because, mm-hmm. like, I get it. You, I get the fact that you're like, I said that, I told them, but. I just don't know that's a quite the foolproof system of like I wrote it on the invitation that I was still going to bring my kid, even though it literally says no kids. Hmm. Also, can we just stop bringing kids to weddings? Can we make that just a universal thing so we don't have to talk about this kind of topic anymore? Mm-hmm. I feel like every every other month we get a message about ask my mom with something to do with a kid at a wedding, don't we? Yeah, we do. But do you remember when you all used to go to weddings, like for relatives and stuff? It was always so much fun. Yeah, but I feel like that was like a different time. I feel like I don't know. Like y'all used to, we used to like kids at weddings, but I don't think anyone likes kids at weddings anymore. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. I don't think I've talked about this kind of topic on the radio show before, and I can't really find a lot of people that are like, I love kids at a wedding. You know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, not here nor there. She who's in the wrong here? Honestly, God, who's in the wrong? In your opinion. 888 Kramer 8. Like she said, I wrote it on the invitation, but the bride had already said no, no kids. So like, did she cause chaos by bringing her, this is a son or daughter, baby, baby, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 888 Kramer 8. Call us, text us. You know how to get in touch with us. Facebook. All right, mom. That's it for today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. How about that? Wedding anniversary. 13 years I would have been married. Which still doesn't seem like that long of a time. <laughs> like it would have been, trust me, it would have been, but uh, it did not seem, I don't know. Of course it makes me feel some kind of certain way. You know, I don't even know what I'm feeling right now, but um, something is weird. I guess maybe it's uh, a little, mm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm feeling right now. I don't know, but luckily I'm in therapy. So I'm sure it's something else we can delve into. 
All right. I love you so much. Thank you for being a part of this family that we've created with Certified Mama's Boy. It's my favorite group of, you know, listeners when it comes, I don't say listeners, but you know what I mean? Like out of any city, we've now created like the ultimate people from every city and you're right here with Certified Mama's Boy. So thanks for being a part of it. Hey, Kramer. It's Eileen from Flowery Branch, Georgia. I wanted to comment on Friday's episode about Tom and Giselle. And while I do agree with you and your dad about, you know, he should have talked it over with her about coming back out of retirement. I, I get that. But what I have a problem with is the fact that she's just now doing all this. Did she purposely wait until the season started? I mean, the guy's going to be done in January. Give it some time. And, and I know they love each other, but my goodness, he's going to be done at the end of the season. So give it just a few more months and support him. So that's my two cents. And I love your show. Kramer, it's Marcy. You have to look at Kiki and truly dig down deep inside and ask yourself if Kiki is going through the motions or does she have quality of life? She's not a person. She is a dog. Are you not wanting to make the decision? Are you deep down hoping that you'll come home one day and that she's passed or she's passed in the night and you won't have to make that difficult decision? I had to make the difficult decision as I saw her struggle to walk outside, as I saw her struggle to even bend her head to eat. Every movement that she made was a struggle. And you've got to remember, dogs live in the moment. And her moments were no longer happy for her. And as much as it ached me so much, and I will even cry about it today, it was time for me to let her rest. Please pray about it, and I'll be praying for you. Because it's one of the hardest things you have to do. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.